0: This episode of Beyond is brought to you by Gamefly. Gamefly is a way to buy and rent all your favorite games while saving money. Go to Gamefly.com, pick your favorite games, and have them mailed directly to your door. Go to Gamefly.com slash beyond to start your free premium 30-day trial today. Play some games. Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation. PlayStation. What's it? what's it say on your shirt there?
1: Oh, it says Beyond.
0: Oh! Beyond! 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 Beyond. to Beyond Episode 486. My name is Max Scoville, and I'm joined by my good friends Andrew Goldfarb, Hello. Zach Ryan, Present. and Marty Slevo. Greetings. We have a very exciting show. Uh, I would say that this episode of this show is probably the culmination of our entire friendship oh. uh, because you just reviewed Persona 5. Yeah. But also oh, Destiny 2 got announced, so let's talk about <laughs> Destiny 2. <laughs> our uh, two favorites. The no, moment um, we've
2: all been waiting for. Yeah.
0: And then, of course, there's a thing coming out that is <laughs> called Final Final Fantasy 15 colon chapter 13 colon verse 2 because they they always just want to wow us with the naming conventions over there at uh, Square Enix. At least there's no point eight at the end of it. That's true. true. And no yeah.
1: fractions. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Persona 5, uh, d- this is like,
2: just, wh- well, well, what's up? what's Wait a up? minute, wait a minute, you what's skipped up? the first note here. No, I didn't. Yeah. Did you guys know that, uh, the Dutch call baseball honkball?
0: Okay. You don't get invited to the Google Docs anymore. <laughs> Did All
2: you right. know you that?
0: A, you can look at the paper when it's printed out. They call it honkball. Did you
2: write honkball? That? Honk <laughs> yeah, ball? that's what they really call it. Anyway, about Persona 5.
0: Yeah, about so this game ball. that we've been waiting for for eight years. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> See, so, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, when was Persona <laughs> Five announced? First of all,
1: uh, so it was formally, actually announced uh, in 2013, but it was they talked about it so long before that. Uh, I actually put up a so timeline. It was like, yeah, today it was like 2009. I mean, or something? there was never yeah.
3: a Persona PS3. Game. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So
1: basically, uh, Persona Four was kind of the end cap of PS2. It was one of the latest games that came out on PS2 in 2008, and pretty much right around then, even in 2007, people were already kind of starting some rumors. Um, and I put up a timeline, it's called uh, Everything You Need to Know About Persona 5, that's kind of starting with the rumors leading all the way up. So the announcement came in 2013, but as far back as like 2008, 2009, there was already kind of rumblings. And then in 2010, they talked about the team transitioning over, in 2011, they confirmed the director and... uh Character designer and composer would return. It was kind of like a slow burn. Yeah, right? I mean so the core team went to work on Catherine though,
2: right? Okay. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And in the meantime, we've also
0: gotten there was like dancing all night, and there was the fight. There's the fighting game. There's
2: yeah, like golden there's also been a, there's also been a bunch of like offshoots too. Like uh, there was the uh, Persona Q. Yep. Uh, yeah. 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 Like the, the yep. Mystery yeah. dungeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's uh. It's cool.
1: Having that core team because yeah you mentioned Catherine like that and now they're doing Project re-fantasy like that that kind of brain trust of Hashino the director and Soejima the character designer and maguro the composer like those three dudes like spearheading projects like those are that's Persona Three Persona Four Catherine Persona Five like it's that like marked step up in quality so like I mean that. just right off the bat is Persona Five up to the standard of those other games. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, (laughs) we're we're recording this before the embargo's up, but I guess when you're listening to this, it's up. Yeah, I gave it a 9.7. Like this is, to me, it is not only the best Persona game, but I think it is the new gold standard for a Japanese RPG. I think it is the best turn-based RPG probably in a decade, if not longer. Wow.
2: Yeah. That's very exciting. I mean, in terms of like traditional, I'm about 11 hours in, and I feel like in terms of a traditional uh, JRPG, like turn-based battle system alone, just the things that you can do the the pacing of the battles it's completely it's it's weird because it's at the same time it's so so much a jrpg in that in that traditional sense Mm -hmm. but it's so different and so forward thinking and so smart like to me playing it feels very similar to the way that i felt the first time i played final fantasy 12 like oh this is how japanese rpgs are made Mm -hmm. going forward yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah um yeah i'm like i'm probably Close to five hours in, uh, I I started it and I felt really sort of guilty because I was like, I, this isn't, I don't know if this is happening. And obviously, that's like that's just tip of the iceberg. Uh, sure. It's also jumping into a turn based RPG that has heavy tutorials after playing Zelda for weeks. Yeah, it's just the amount of hand-holding that goes into it. Just just by the nature of it being a tutorial. No, totally. Uh, but i I finally kind of gotten past that point, and I think I just, it just clicked, and I'm really excited to see where it goes. Um, but in terms of it being like the logical progression of the turn-based JRPG, it's totally like, oh, wow, yeah, this is totally – this is that. I think I played Final Fantasy XV, and I was like, man, this reminds me – this is like if you went back in time and you showed this to your former self, there'd still be that kind of like – yeah but why isn't it turn-based
1: right yeah it's really it's like funny because like you mentioned zelda which obviously broke a lot of the conventions of zelda and i feel like final fantasy broke a lot of the conventions of final fantasy and i think you're seeing this kind of departure from traditional turn-based RPGs, which is fine, and, like, there's been some really great kind of action RPGs that were born from that, but it does feel really good to go back to kind of a perfected, like, this is what, like, years and years of, of growth look like in returning to that kind of traditional, like, turn-based format.
0: Yeah, it's also just, it's stunning how just the resolution of it. Like, it's, yeah. it looks like it's playing an anime. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yes, not, totally. It's not, yeah. it's not playing a, a video game that's made with polygons and shapes and all that that just happens to look like an anime. It feels no, it like just, it's, yeah. It's a friggin' it anime. It is, game. it's one
3: of the most stylish games I've ever seen, which in, in every way, shape, and form, in yeah. music, in animation, in transitions, in menus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's insane that the game is also has the substance to back it up.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's also, uh, really really mature right off the bat (laughs) yeah Yeah. like i was not expecting uh i was not expecting as many cuss words i was not expecting some of the
2: it does do a lot of swears (laughs)
0: themes that i'm already (laughs) dealing with this early in the game and i'm just like
2: oh my goodness yeah that's one thing that i think it it does better than its predecessor. And Persona 4 is one of my favorite games of all time. Like, I always tell people that I always have two games that I'm sort of somewhere in that I go back to when I'm like, oh, what should I play? And it's Persona, Persona 4, 4. Twisted Metal Black. Twisted Metal Black. <laughs> it's um, Persona 4 and Wind Waker. But yeah, I think that, that what this game does better is it gets right into the thick of things from the outset, whereas, like, Persona 4 had this sort of, like, slow burn leading up to, like, even the first time that you go into, like, an actual dungeon, as it were. You know, like, this just throws you right into it and you get right... And I think one of the things that I really love about uh, the battle system in particular is that it makes me realize that I was missing things from previous Persona games that I didn't even know that I really wanted to have. Like the ability to highlight enemies and figure out their weaknesses going into a battle initially. Like, uh, it's so smart. Like the way that you can just jump into a battle, hit one button, be like, right, these guys are weak against ice because I've already used that on another enemy type earlier. And like, it's brilliant
1: yeah the so they added this thing called baton pass i think is really cool yeah thing, it's awesome where like on top of just being like the typical kind of uh okay like i have fired their ice like they're weak to that blah, blah blah you can now also like it so if you exploit a weakness you get an extra action basically and you can now give that turn to a party member huh. so basically you can chain essentially where if you're really smart about selecting your party members and about like kind of the abilities you have you can kind of think things through and chain together four or five of these and really just never even give the enemy a chance to attack, huh. but they can do it back to you. Yeah. So it's like really crazy. Cause it makes it, it it completely can change the Like you can be, all the way up until the end of a battle, like, they haven't even touched you yet, you're feeling great, and then they chain together a thing that just destroys you, and it's like, it really changes the tie quickly, and I
2: love that. And what's insane about it is, like, I feel when you hear the term (laughs) turn-based RPG, you automatically think slow. You know, like, you automatically Mm. think, like, sort of methodical. Yeah. And this game, at the point that I'm at, like, 10, 11 hours in... The battle system is so fast, and once you get it down and like you know what you're doing with it, it almost feels like you're playing a fighting game because you're throwing out these button combinations, switching characters, switching spells, fl- flipping out your personas on the fly to k- bring in different spells that the enemies are weak against, and then chaining the one mores, and then you got these all out attacks. And it's just like every so often while I'm playing it, I have to take a step back and be like, oh, okay,
0: what's going on here? What am I doing? This is nuts. Conversely, yeah. it's also got rush mode. So yeah, as yeah. opposed to dealing with just kind of like throwaway enemies and and that typical... Like when I when I think... What's uh, I, rush mode? Sorry. Rush mode is it basically just... It, it, is like it's just the oh, like all physical. Oh, like uh, Bravely it. Default? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But what I love about that is like when I think turn-based JRPG, like I, I grew up playing them here and there and it always... I always got frustrated by the kind of just the tedium of it. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people love that, love that kind of grinding nature and, you know, that's how a lot of people listen to podcasts. Uh, but it's just... <laughs> It just, it always kind of was like, ah, I don't know if I want to do this. You know, I want to fight another Pidgey, you know, that kind of
1: thing. Well, it it does the Earthbound thing too, where if you are leveled up oh, nice. significantly enough, you'll just insta kill an enemy when you encounter them in yeah. uh, at least in mementos. And then you'll also um they'll run away from you. Like they you just don't have to worry about random yeah. encounters that, Love that um
0: But it seems like it already just has like a pretty good amount of respect for the player's time.
1: Yeah. Uh, the fast forwarding options is
0: through through cutscenes and stuff. Like I actually I didn't um I didn't uh save right and so I brought my save file to work and I was like, ah, oh, I gotta go through all this crap again. And it was just Pretty painless, so yeah, uh, that was really nice. Um, let's just let's back up for a second. Uh, this is my first time playing a Persona game. Uh, my fiance's played uh, Golden excessively, and I heard a lot of bits about that. And I don't fully understand what it is. <laughs> uh, I'm good friends with you. You talk about it all the time, and sometimes I, it's like that it's 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 very odd it's like having a a, a small child who's discovered a, a who comes dad. home from school and keeps it's telling you like about this yeah. friend you're
3: like i don't know who dale yeah, is it's like
0: that louis ck, CK bit where he's like oh you're gonna talk about pokemon all right well you are gonna go in the bathroom i'm gonna show you all the different lotions and explain what the different things that they do because you don't care about that um but no like i i'm kind of jumping into it being like what am i what are the, the pieces here it's gorgeous and my immediate sort of takeaway is it's like harry potter pokemon the matrix
1: I I mean kind Uh, of of, I see all of that yeah I mean like the thing is like we keep talking about all the battle stuff like there's such a deep like intricate dungeon crawling turn-based JRPG but then the whole other half of the game is just exploring Tokyo and you have um like, you form these relationships with people, either dating or just finding kind of NPCs that you become friends with. And there's like this really deep, like, social system. And you level up your personal attributes, like your kindness and your guts and your cur or your knowledge. What and, is it? Your guts, yeah. your knowledge, your, um, Charisma, charm. charm. Yeah. There's, there's like five yeah. stats that you have. And basically, like, it's sort of two games in one. And so it becomes this, like, the whole game takes place over the course of a year. And every day you have, um, you know, you're a high school student by day and you're kind of saving the world by night. But what that means is you go to class and then you have time after school, and you have time in the evening. And you have these chunks of free time where you kind of have to manage your time very carefully. And like even that in and of itself is a really captivating, fun game, even if you were to ignore dungeons and all the other stuff that's yeah. going on.
0: Ah, so it's a video game about managing a work-life balance. That's a great thing for me <laughs> to mean, have as someone yeah. who should be playing video games. It's so funny down. because like,
2: any time that anybody's describing the... Other half of a persona game to somebody like, yeah, you can go to school, you can get a part-time job, you can go and play on the yeah. basketball. team. Don't get on it because yeah. that's bad. Yeah. It's like, it's like that sounds stupid and some yeah. like something I would never be interested in, but it does it in such a way that it is extremely compelling. And the way yep. that the two, the two halves of the game tie into each other is so smart and so fun that it, it you immediately get a sense of re, like a rewarding sense by doing things like going home and reading a book or going and joining the basketball team or He's whatever about yeah. re- real Life. Are you a I, don't even team? Know. I don't even know anymore.
3: <laughs> I mean Andrew you described it in your review as a time management simulator, which yeah, I is yeah, yeah. super interesting, which is you know, something like started Valley. So something. on yeah. that
0: note, um you you platinum the game in two languages. <laughs> so, we must have. so how's that time management working out for you? <laughs> yeah.
1: Not great. Yeah. I uh, I put I played this because it came out in September in Japan, so it's been out for... By the time it's out next week, it will have been seven months since... Or almost seven months since it came out in Japan.
2: (laughs) And you only platinumed it twice? Yeah,
1: right? How many hours have you sunk into this time management simulator? uh, I'm at five and a half playthroughs total. What? Uh, (laughs) So it's like... I think I'm at, like, 220, 230 hours in total oh <laughs> that's over the course of seven months. Oh, so then like, that's fine. It's been a little <laughs> chunkier. <laughs> like, I also have a bunch of time into Zelda.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've also put 30... 30- I also do heroin,
1: guys. It's fine.
0: Good lord. sleep very little. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, I guess, high praise. I'm glad that this game you've been waiting for for years isn't a massive letdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, so it's funny because for the review, I wanted to go back and, and mess with P4 a little bit just to kind of remind myself what it was like. And it is now very hard to go back. Oh, yeah. no. Is it really? Yeah. I hadn't even
2: considered that. Because,
1: like, it is just everything here it's kind of like if you ever played persona three on ps2 like the full version of it, especially fes where there's cutscenes and you're walking yeah. around and then you try and go to persona three portable it's it's the same game but it's very condensed and like there's no there's no like free roaming everything is like essentially moving a dot around and fast traveling um this almost feels as dramatic as that where it's like really hard to go back and and have these kind of very like it almost feels like having blinders on like when you're in dungeons in that game especially they're you're just working your way up, and you're trying to get to the next floor, and everything's procedurally generated. And they might have kind of a different theme, like like in P4, there's a, a bathhouse as opposed to a castle right. and stuff like that. But in this game, like it's not like that. Like every dungeon is hand built, and so it feels like there's all these custom puzzles and and totally different, completely different puzzle types that feel like like I said in the review, like they feel like different games because they really, really do. Huh. And it's it's it is hard to explain like how much bigger and just more like like I hate the stupid phrase next generation, but it does it. it really does. You feel that generational leap where everything's just bigger and made better. Two generations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Seriously. Kind of yeah.
0: yeah, Um Yeah, that's one thing. Like when I uh, I got I got my fiancee Jana uh, the gold when it came out, and she burned through it. She loved it. Uh, and then I was like, "There's three. You can check that out. It's a PSP game." And she's like, oh, "This is unplayable right now. I can I cannot go back this far?" And it was just like, yeah. So
3: I mean, both of those games obviously yeah. had sort of updates with Fez with the mobile version and with. Uh, uh, golden do you think this is it i mean this game like right?
1: yeah i mean I, I maybe there's dlc right like yeah. I, I can see them doing something like adding um you know adding stuff later like like those games added like in golden for example uh the character marie who who's the best girl is uh added only in golden she and is so the best girl. that's like <laughs> that's like a whole extra uh social link and and everything separately i could see them maybe doing something like that like there's no each social link has like a Arcana attached for it got this game dirty, um and the Aeon one is kind of the bonus one that you get in like as and in like Aeon flux in the game. It's crazy. <laughs> if I had a stroke just uh, then, I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can see them adding like a new confidant like a new. Path to pursue or, or something like that later maybe
2: yeah uh, I mean, or maybe they would move, move on. Like, it's
0: still like the you know the kind of the, the the guts the mechanics of a game. It is really hard to go back a generation or, or two. Um, sure, I mean, going from like, I mean that's
2: sort of the big conversation around Zelda right now as well, right? Yeah. It's like so many people are playing Breath of the Wild and saying, "How do I go back to Zelda before mm-hmm. this?" And it's like, and you know, what is
1: what's next? Is yeah. this just the engine of is every Zelda game this now or like right. what if they made it? Is every pers- I mean
2: is every Persona game Persona Five? Yeah, henceforth. Yeah, I I yeah. So I think no, it would all... probably be Persona
1: Six,
3: right? We'd I mean, be confusing. No, if I just gonna made it. Like Persona 5, and five, the platinum.
2: Persona Five Two. Uh,
1: I am. Dream I'm Drop excited, Distance. I'm excited that we got this good of a Persona game because it really might be the last one for a while. I mean, yeah. I would love to see them. do I mean, DLC. the their- yeah,
2: I was gonna say. Considering the development cycle on this game, if we're yeah. if that's the case, then we're looking at not having. Persona 6 we're looking until- at a late PS5 well, yeah. don't, yeah.
1: not even to mention the fact that the the three guys I mentioned the director character designer and composer are now on a game called Project Re-Fantasy which is a brand new studio called Studio Zero within atlas making a fantasy RPG more Final Fantasy style like yeah. that's probably going to take six years can you find the basketball
0: team in that too though we'll see I hope yeah. so or maybe it'll be Honkball, the Dutch baseball <laughs> game. Um, God,
2: I would kill to play some Honkball in a Persona game.
1: <laughs> the, the one um, actually, the you
2: thing. probably play a fair amount of Honkball in Persona if you catch no. my drift. I'm winking. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Let me tell you for just a moment about Gamefly. It is the leading video game rental service. They have over 9,000 titles to choose from, probably more by now. It lets you try your favorite games and movies before you buy. You can keep the games as long as you want, and you never have to worry about late fees. I mean, with movies, it's kind of just renting. But with games, if it's like a $60 investment for a massive, massive time sink might make sense to try it on. Plus, you can cancel any time. They also now have movie rentals, too. The premium trial allows you to check out two games and or movies at a time, and you can only get this offer by visiting Gamefly.com beyond. Now go sign up and start playing some new games you never played or revisiting some old favorites absolutely free for 30 days. Beyond! So we do a thing on the show. We do Rapid Fire. That's when I go in the Facebook group. It's facebook.com slash group slash podcast beyond or clouds.net slash groups dot WMV forward slash underscore. I figure this time we do slash and an underscore. Brian's not here and you are here. So we're going to do Rapid Fire Persona Edition Rush Mode. Uh, Joe Burns asked, is there more exploration available in P5 compared to the options available with the world map of P3 or P4G? That was a sentence. We kind of talked about that a second ago. And do social links have the same effects over the battle system as in Persona 4 Golden, or has it evolved in a further way? Have you so, played enough to be able to answer this question? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: think I'm going to have to take another 250 hours, hours in there, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so, for the first part, uh, there's definitely more exploration in that there's just more. Uh, it's kind of still that, like... It's not like a true open world or anything. It's kind of that, like, fopin world, almost like hubs. So, you have... Um, a lot like how you would go, the world. Yeah. like in uh, in Persona Four, you're kind of going from sort of the main stretch in town to the school hallways to like the waterfront, and there are these very small controlled areas. It's still sort of like that. Like you go to Shibuya, Shinjuku, Akihabara, um, kind of the hubs within Tokyo, and they're just much bigger and there's more. It
3: does than a good here. job well, of capturing like the feel of those. Holy areas, cow! Right? Yeah, those that's districts. one
2: thing that I did want to touch on is like their rendition of Tokyo, the the version of Tokyo in this game makes me want to go back to Tokyo so badly yeah. because it's so realistic. Like, the first hour that I was playing that game, the one of the first things it tasks you to do is to get on the subway and go to school. And walking into the subway station for the first time, my ma- my jaw, literally, I was just I had my mouth open because it's like I was reading the signs to follow yeah. the trains to go to school, and it's just it felt like the first time i was in yeah as opposed it was to the amazing yeah. yep. like yeah. it's so so perfect like such a perfectly realized version of tokyo and I think you would be you a-
1: unlock like this subway map is how you navigate and it's like it gets so big and crazy like you is really it, are
0: is it the actual subway map uh no
1: it'd be, be an awesome thing for
0: for that, like for weeaboos <laughs> to train themselves <laughs> yeah. to, to jump in that yamanote line it's, yeah. it's yeah. definitely
1: more like stylized than that but it is really cool seeing like going to Harajuku and going to, like, all these yeah. different districts that I'm just like, oh, this, like, feels authentic. Like, it's right. so crazy. So I I do think Aspiration is definitely bigger. It's... um But it's not. I also don't want to build it up as though it's, like, GTA. Like well, you can not.
2: you can do it one of two ways, right? Like, you, you can go from the school to the train station, get on a train, and go to another district and explore that district and jump a train and go there. Or you can open a menu and just quick just travel to travel. somewhere else. And, yeah. like, yeah, it just sort of depends on what you're how much time you want to sing I also right? just
3: noticed yeah. that you're wearing a Midnight Channel shirt. Did that on purpose. <laughs> we thought we were
1: going to wear the same shirt. Right.
2: Uh, I've been I'm waiting wait. for Andrew and I to both wear this shirt on the same day for I'm, literally I'm a year. we
1: will. Yeah. Uh, and then real quick, I do want to address the, the the social links have the same effect in the battle system. Uh, it is so much more robust. It is so cool. The way social links affect gameplay, uh, they're called Confidants now. They have a much 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 more dramatic effect and you kind of have to be really careful with who you decide to level up because it'll get you much more like advantages in battle so like there's somebody who you level up and that gives you the ability to switch party members during battle pro and tip, who,
3: sh- who should people level up
1: uh, about one pro tip as soon as it becomes available uh, i would recommend going to conda and which is like the far right of your map there's a church and leveling up a girl named Hafumi Togo, who's the one I was just talking about. She'll help you uh, switch party members in battle, which is huge. That's uh, such a big Oops. advantage. There's wow, other yeah. characters that give you, like, uh, depending on who they are, and this isn't spoilers at all, but, like, depending on w- what the nature of that NPC is and kind of what their job is or what they're good at or what they're doing, you'll get corresponding abilities. Um, so, just a, an example is that in palaces, which are the dungeons in this game, you have an alert level that's rising that you have yeah. to be kind of careful to keep down because otherwise you'll just get kicked out of the dungeon and have to come back the next day. Uh, there's a character who keeps your alert level really low and eventually just bottoms it out so you don't even have to worry about it awesome um there, there are so many like like distinct advantages to leveling up certain social links and it's really cool uh, and really smart
0: uh kendall arius who is sounds like a persona what's the few <laughs> things that andrew don't like about persona 5 he was interrupted last time that was never brought up and it never got answered sorry well yeah what are yeah. the point three things that are bad about it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not how reviews work <laughs> Uh, hey Zach, you want to talk about your shirt some more, or just uh, <laughs> know, we could probably talk about it. It's a pretty you
2: good see, shirt. See the Midnight Channel those you just is from Persona 4 golden actually, Yeah, oh, yeah. no, go um, sorry, go ahead.
1: I think there are a couple, like, so I mentioned this thing called Mementos, which is the when you're not in the palaces, which are the hand built custom dungeons, uh, kind of per boss. There's this thing called Mementos, which is just all for side quests and side missions, and it's all just grinding, basically. It's uh, they are procedurally regenerated. You're, you're kind of going down. It's it Persona 3's dungeon was called Tartarus, and you're working your right way up and up and up. This is the opposite. You're working way right down. Down, down down in this thing called mementos in there you get side quests and you have to go to a certain floor and find a dude and fight him or whatever um those are generally like the stories there aren't anything special uh there are a couple that i thought were like either really funny or like like there were a few that I actually did find like legitimately interested in moving interesting and moving but for the most part those are really yeah not that great and then so it's um just kind of padding i find there are like minor complaints i have uh i find it crazy that you still can't do same-sex dating in this game uh, there's like a pretty legitimate amount of sexual tension between some of the uh male npcs and and your protagonist to the point where like there are even dialogue options like there's a point where like a character says he's hot and like one of the options is like oh we'll turn the air conditioner and one of them is like why don't you take off your clothes but like it's like laughed away okay and you can't like when you get a social link to 10 or to 9 you are given the option to be romantic or platonic with the women but you just don't have that with the men I, i thought that was like um just just feels outdated to me. Like yeah. it feels like something that would be pretty easy for them to include. Can you take um, your clothes off though? Because it's hot. Or you cannot. Although you do get different outfits as <laughs> this, okay. as the season. Very thing. breath of the Wild. Also, it yeah. seems
3: like the the voice acting is a little a step back from. I mean, Golden's so, is at such a high caliber.
1: Yeah, it's funny because like the the like watching trailers, I was actually really really nervous about the dub, um, like ahead of time, and throughout it actually. Yuji
2: Sakamoto. <laughs>
1: yeah, like some of the pronunciations are weird. There there are some little weird bits um i know you said you
2: you aren't super into the localization i liked it uh, a lot. But. to me it just and this is not necessarily just a problem with uh persona 5 it just like i feel like the the translation and i i know that i'm gonna get blasted for saying this but like the the, the localization in this game just feels very anime to me it's just like so over the top and like sometimes people just say things that it's like out of context just don't make it just doesn't make sense why somebody would say that in terms of like what's happening in that scene, you know. And yeah. so like, there's there's little things that bother me, but but mostly I think having played more of it, and I was talking to you about this, um, but I think having played more of it, I'm I'm sort of on the same page with you where it's it's I feel like the voice acting is good, but there wasn't like. Somebody wasn't there like saying, Hey, that's a weird inflection you put on that. Like maybe try that again in a different way or something like that. Yeah, there are a couple of those weird moments where I was like, Huh, that's a weird way to say that. Or just like, I, I do
1: agree there's like occasional dialogue things where I'm like, Oh, that was a weird choice. But for the most part, I don't know, I I warmed up to the characters. I think even the ones that struck me as um, uh, like uninteresting at first. Like by the time I beat it, I was like, "Oh, like you're great." Like I really, I, really did warm I up. I think text- I Stockholm syndrome. I think I texted you.
2: <laughs> I think I texted you like the second day that I was playing it, and I was like, "I hate Ryuji so much. He's so annoying." But now, after the first dungeon, this is my boy. Like he's totally a cool dude. Yeah, Persona. about him you. in real life? Yeah, yeah probably so. exactly <laughs> like when yeah. we met. It, there's yeah. a weird, oh.
1: there's a weird like archetype system to Persona characters. I think uh, Ryuji does feel like sort of an evolution of like Junpei and Yosuke. Uh, from Persona 3 and 4. Like, you can kind of... He's so much more over those the lines. top
2: than someone like Yosuke. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. He's yeah. always so angry and, like, so, like, calling everybody a bastard. And, like, you know, it's like, take, think, take it easy, dude.
1: I <laughs> think that's what it is. Everyone is... It, just like everything else in the game the characters themselves even are just bigger and more exaggerated and yeah. I think that means that when you really like them you really like them and it feels bigger whereas like when things about them bother you they're always there and they're bigger and they're kind of drawing more attention to themselves so
0: they put them on the, the full television now yeah just, yeah, yeah. Small this is the first movie. one exactly. available yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, let's see
0: Anthony Abate, aka body that just won't quit uh, I've never played a Persona game but I'm really curious about this one would Andrew recommend it for someone who
1: likes JRPGs but isn't familiar with the series yes there's no, I mean, there are Easter eggs, but there's no like story elements or returning characters or anything you need to know. Like, you're fine. You could jump right in. Don't need to have played the series at all. And um,
2: so you're saying it's a persona for persona
1: veterans and, and new newcomers alike? alike.
2: <laughs> I, had, I
1: had a line comparing it to uh, that opening message from 15 yeah. in my review that Dan edited out. But yeah, it, it, sounds did.
2: <laughs> like, it sounds like something Dan would cut. Yeah,
1: I, I do think that they, uh, they're taking that same approach. It, it's meant to be like people returning to it will recognize kind of everything being dialed up and, and it brings back so many cool things that haven't been in persona since like persona two like arranged weapons and it brings back demon negotiation and all that stuff but um yeah like you can jump into it and be totally fun.
0: cool uh Stephen cox asked "Does persona five have of timer calendar system you mentioned this it's uh mm-hmm. just a year
1: it's a little less than a year yeah it's um i mean i won't get into where it ends but yeah it's like every Persona game, it's taking place roughly over the course of a year. You've arrived in a new town, new school, and you're okay. meeting everybody. Yeah. Same he idea.
0: Said, he said, like, example, if I don't solve a case in two weeks, is a game over? And I was like, crap, if yes. I got two weeks to, to do a thing... I'm, I'm like I'm like a week and a half in here. I'm like I got really. worried. It'll back. always tell you in the top
1: right. Um, okay. If you're yeah. in, so it'll say like
2: nine days till X happens, yeah. and then you know, okay, I still have nine cycles before. It's I always
1: need to do this. You always have one less day than it says because you have to do a thing when you get to end of a dungeon right. that takes next yes. days. So, um, if it says ten days, do it within nine. But yeah, you'll always know. It keeps you very aware. Um, okay. Yeah, there is uh, th- like that time management thing we were talking about. There is kind of that sense of you only have a certain number of days, so use your time wisely.
0: Okay, uh, Benjamin Connell says. Speaking of time wisely, uh, how many hours play through to get the platinum?
1: So I have a weird, to play it twice, right? Yeah, you. You. There's three trophies that require New Game Plus, so you have well. to at least begin a second playthrough. You don't have to play it all the way through. Uh, you would have to. I guess the earliest you could get it in a second playthrough would be after the first dungeon, after you've unlocked mementos. Um, I think you could get the trophies you need there. Um, so yeah, you have to do at least part way into a second playthrough. Uh, so that's a like weird. That's like. 10 to 15 hours into the game
2: well i guess it's like you could probably burn it, yeah. through yeah. it if it's your second time and, and you yeah, just get actually, cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and like yeah. you
1: keep especially if like for my new game plus i just put it on safety difficulty because i was just grinding through to yeah, get sure. the last things um so yeah like i think you could get through it pretty quick but um i'm a weird judge of time because my first playthrough was in japanese i didn't understand anything that was happening so it took me a long time but i was also skipping cutscenes, so i was making up time there and then my first playthrough in English, I already remembered a lot of the puzzle solutions. So it. Okay. You know, my time barometer is a little weird. Would you
0: say kind of ballpark 80 hours to beat the game?
1: 80 to 100, yeah. Okay. I, I think it depends on... like If you're playing in the harder difficulties, you really have to grind. It is a traditional JRPG in that sense as well. So you will have to put 10, 15 hours into just mementos, into
2: really finding time to fight enemies and level up. Gotcha. So I was, I, think about, I was thinking about that this weekend. I cannot understand how you played through it in Japanese because like there was one of the first things that, that you get asked to do is like you live inside this cafe and the guy was like hey would you go outside and flip the cafe sign from open to close please that took me and like then, an like, hour like, yeah. I was like there's no
1: way that he would have known how to do that in Japanese and there were no guides yet or anything yeah. I remember watching oh, you man. play and there were certain things where was like I, I don't know what's happening so yet. it's it, it was so funny because like playing in English something that takes one second they're like oh go talk to the teacher in room 302 upstairs like Took me an hour of talking to, to every everyone. single person yeah. and trying every single door. but Oof.
2: What a maroon.
0: Uh, Beyond Listener Marty Sleva asks, how's the banging? Yeah, what can you tell mm. us about that hot
2: honk ball? Uh, I will say. <laughs> I,
1: I, you start over there. Uh, or... There are definitely the characters that you can become intimate with are all over the place. Uh, there's no, I mean, there's there's like... PG 13, like, you know, yeah. nothing. It's not like master so you're Time you're getting like the softcore, like, sex oh, okay. stuff. It's not really is... banging. It's more like petting. It's more like heavily suggested, yeah.
0: pumping, pumping. More
1: like <laughs> hopping. More like hop okay. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Persona 5. Uh, I'm stoked it's finally out. Uh, well, mean, it's out, out can... in a week. Leave your it's house out, now. Yeah. Yeah. it's you. No, I just mean a, as in we got yeah. to play it because we're yeah. privileged boys, yes, sure. or because we're crazy people who order things from Japan even though we can't <sighs> read Japanese.
1: It's really it's it's so nice having it. We did a bunch of let's plays okay. in Japanese. Whatever happened to those? Oh yeah, <laughs>
2: Atlas said it's no, a, sir. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> for it. yeah. Uh um, I, I do. I can't recommend it enough. If you like RPGs, I mean, I know. Like, Mass Fix Out, Zelda, Horizon, there's so much competing for your time. Uh, this is a really special game, and if you don't get to it now, I would highly recommend coming back to it, because it's just so... It is hard to explain the breadth of it, and how just massive and custom-built, yeah. meticulous everything I mean, it's feels. Also, it's
2: it's rep- also so freaking cool. Like yeah. I, like I It, really it sounds like a stupid thing to say, but it l- literally is the coolest game I've ever played. Yeah, I Everybody, say, like... Yeah. like Everyone is so stylish. Like the anime is yeah. so dope. Like the music is amazing. Like yeah. it's got this just wonderful kind yeah,
0: of funky groove thing going. Yeah, it's on.
2: awesome. Uh, I'm also
0: like I'm not wild about some of like the kind of art direction aesthetics. Like the, some of the the persona are kind of weird. That
2: cat I don't know, It looks like a beach ball. Like that but, one boss that you fight. That's just a dong. It's just a giant dong. Very strange. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: I will say like the UI and like the the graphic design side of things is. Just
2: so, slick. yeah. I mean, yeah. the thing yeah. that just comes the to the mind same. is
3: Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. yeah. In terms of yeah, something yeah, totally. that's just cool. My
2: favorite, my favorite thing is like, uh, when you perform an all out attack, uh, you know, if you manage to knock everybody down in a battle, you can perform an all out attack. And whoever knocked the last player or the last enemy down, it's like considered sort of like their win if you eliminate them in an all out attack. And then each character gets an individual, like, title card when the battle is over and that's they're so all good. so awesome and yeah, so different like mad. Ryuji's is like graffiti street art and then An's is like this like bubble gum kind of th- it's awesome it's yeah so cool
1: the the variety of characters uh is so cool like I love I love the party members so much by the time you flesh out the full party um I'm so excited to talk spoilers and and have people playing because it's just like it's such a good cool.
0: special game. I love it. Yeah, well that's I mean we we talked at length about it because it's a it's a big big PS4 title, so. Don't miss yeah. it. Yeah, don't sleep yeah. on this. Um, yep. Agreed. Speaking of JRPGs, Final Fantasy 15 Chapter 13 Verse 2 is the patch that's fixing pretty much people's biggest complaint with the game um chapter 13 yeah. yeah chapter 13 is like this part where it's i don't know if you haven't played it it's just it just kind of jerks the wheel it feels like it kind of a step backwards to like 13 so
2: uh yeah so i'm gonna make a confession here uh i played final fantasy 15 pretty religiously until everybody started talking about how terrible th- chapter 13 was same. and how it was eventually going to get patched and so i just pumped the brakes like i haven't exactly. i put about Eight to ten hours in, and then I said, Okay, I'm gonna stop and wait until this patch is here, and then I can just go through the game and not have to worry about this section, which clearly everyone is. Yeah. Do we know if so. this works mid playthrough? Like, yeah, I, I assume so. it. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. update yeah. it
3: mid playthrough. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way where I pump the brakes and I'm gonna wait. Like, I saw the Gladiolus trailer, which, you know, you're fighting Gilgamesh. Uh, there was a little teaser for the Prompto one, which looks weird and mature, and he has also, a gun and yeah, he's gonna can, sh- yeah. kill someone in cold
0: blood. Up top on those, those big spire things with the chocobos yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I love that they showed like a screenshot a while back where the the uh, regalia has monster truck tires, so you can just drive around off road. Of course, you love that. Like, <laughs> this is going to be one of those games that I'm going to wish that I hadn't touched it in like yeah, a like, You
3: burned a, through it like over Christmas break, right? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. But like, I mean, it's totally not without its its faults. But I would say like the 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 sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Like the amount of just weird little like little just attention to details in that game is is so great, and the fact that they're just patching in. Just more weird stuff. Yeah. Consistently. See, that's the
2: thing. That's the thing that I love. I think people were so bummed that it was such a long wait for this game to come out, yeah. and now I feel like they're paying it back so oh, yeah. hard because yeah. like yeah. they're doing all this extra stuff that we didn't know was yeah. coming, there's and there's a each VR mode b- coming. Each, yeah, yeah, and each character gets their own little side story, and they're fixing the things that people didn't like. And like, I think it's. So I get, I get great. the
3: feeling that like come November, there's gonna be a game of the year edition. That's yes. just gonna be yes. awesome with, with yeah. the definitive way to play this game.
0: If you're one of those people who's like on the fence about it, but you're still curious, like I'd say hang out for that, and then you've got like an amazing game that'll just like you know carry through yeah
1: Um, yeah and it's like i also
0: ps4 pro support too so yeah Yeah. yeah.
1: i I think like the, the fact that they're continuing to support it is a good sign that you should jump on board also like i these characters and the fact that they're doing these side stories like they love these characters, and I yeah. just like so the like I, I the four people Who the hell in that party. Love I mean, oh, seriously, and the four people in that party. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if we. I don't know that we'll get like a proper fifteen two or anything necessarily, but I wouldn't be surprised if fifteen is a foundation for more of what they. Do I mean, and you know, Square them. is willing to do that with Lightning. Yeah, Lightning was a pillar for them.
3: A lightning like, I, pillar. I can't imagine lightning rod.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine it's lightning. Yeah, <laughs> that old idiom. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine them. uh not you know continuing to revisit that yeah, and yeah. Yeah, yeah for
2: sure yeah, that's cool. um, so we got a We're, weird the lightning um, pillar thing really <laughs>
1: knocked me
0: off the boat uh, <laughs> um, we got a weird thing this week uh, we've been talking about this for a while but apparently the next Call of Duty that comes out s- spoilers this year because it's a Call of Duty <laughs> game uh, is going to be going back to World War 2 and then these posters popped up that just say Call of Duty WW2 So here's, okay.
1: What's the story? Here's the thing. We have, um, some sources that have been talking to us about historical Call of Duty for a while. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, during earnings calls, Activision has been pretty clear that, so this year's Sledgehammer, uh, they're, they're the dev, it's kind of their turn. Yeah. And they, uh, Activision's been talking about it taking the series back to its roots, and they've been kind of not really hiding the fact that it's clearly not going to be, you know, Advanced Warfare 2 or something. Yeah. Like they're, they're changing it up. Uh, we had heard historical setting, we had kind of a dubious source, which is why we never ran this, that World War II was one of many historical settings. Um, I don't know if that means for this game or sort of the next few Call of Duty games or revisiting older historical settings, Um, but this jives with what we've heard, that, that World War II is uh kind of coming back in a big way yeah and i, I think battlefield one proved that you don't need to have modern setting yeah
3: i mean the interesting thing is i could totally still see the multiple settings thing working out in this game because the way that stuff looks is it's call of duty colon world war ii i could see the exact same promotional material of call of duty colon vietnam exactly Like i could totally see this entire promotional run being call of duty colon korean war
1: yeah 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 so we'll see I, i'm i'm very excited for this either way i think star is a really good team yeah. and i feel like um events warfare had really cool parts uh, i i actually like that campaign a lot um probably more i like infinite warfare yeah. in some ways um but i don't think that it like it felt like they were like in a box, sort yeah. of, it, it it didn't like really bring anything brand new to the table. And and it's, so, it's we always talk about that pendulum like, there's future fatigue right yeah.
3: now, yeah. Totally. Between what well, Call of Duty's done, between Titanfall, like, it's just like, all right, I've had enough of these beeps and
1: boops. Like, you sort of want to go back. It's been an entire generation since they've gone yeah. back and done it. And it's, it's also so different now. Like, the the World War II era days of Call of Duty was Infinity Ward, and then you know, Treyarch came out, Arc, yeah, World yeah. War. But the Call of Duty machine has changed so much mm-hmm. since then. And Treyarch is a very different developer in a post-Black Ops world than they were. Mm-hmm. And Infinity Ward is a very different yeah.
2: uh, team because well, now so many people want to respawn. Not s- like outside of the skill, like the systems that they were developing those games for, yeah. like the, the technology has come so far that they can create entirely different Entirely different, yeah. World yeah. You saw how now. how like, gorgeous uh, Battlefield one Battlefield one was, yeah. exactly. No, I mean World it'll be really World cool, World.
0: cool to see. Like, also, those games are always just incredibly polished, and it'll be neat to be like, oh, you haven't made a World War Two game in yeah, yeah, a minute and, and, it's, in and a while.
1: Sledgehammer hasn't at all, yeah. yeah exactly. So it's like it's a really cool. Like, I'm I'm really excited to see what they can, what the modern era will inform for like a really grounded World War Two yeah. story. And again, like I saw a lot of comments being like, oh, you're just doing this because Battlefield one was a success. This
3: game is a three year dev cycle. Yeah, I promise you, these I were developed was, in vacuums. I think it was on this show yeah. when we were talking about just that, trying to, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're like, no, this wasn't no
1: our well, had a I found an old interview from E3 2015 where uh, we talked to Eric Hirschberg about if they would want to revisit the historical setting, and at the time he was like very coy, and like looking back it's like, oh, they totally already yeah. knew yeah, yeah that it was already, the wheels that were moving, point. yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's steering a gigantic ship. It's yeah, yeah. very difficult. And but, uh,
3: I think it's also super exciting when we look at the, what the next story is, what the two Activision pillars of this fall are going to be between this yeah. and what Destiny Two is shaping up to be.
0: Yeah, so we got the uh, the big reveal of Destiny. See what you 2's, did there. Uh, fancy logo. Yeah. It has a two in it. Yeah. It's a big big number two. Yeah. Uh, and then we got a uh, last call teaser. Yeah, we got a teaser just like a couple hours ago, okay.
3: um, which is like a minute 15 seconds of Nathan Fillion's character at a bar yeah. telling a story so, as
2: like the world's collapsing yeah, around yeah. basically. And yeah. I think <laughs> I, I played... A really a pretty significant amount of Destiny in the initial year to eighteen months, right? Was it Vanilla Destiny or was uh, it? Like- Vanilla Destiny, the, the the first expansion, uh, up through like the Taken King. So I guess that was like Rise of Iron and Taken King. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry if I got that wrong, but um, Cade Six is one of the best parts of Destiny, mm-hmm. and I think like leading the announcement of Destiny Two with Nathan Fillion is Cade Six in this sort of like fun. Teaser trailer is such a dynamic shift in tone from the original Destiny yeah. that, like, for a game that I haven't really cared about in six to eight months, I was really stoked to watch this. Like, it yeah. immediately caught my attention and brought me back on board. Like, well, yeah. I'm really interested to see it. And, what
3: that like, say. The, the initial Destiny, you know, reveal and then hype mission up to launch was sort of a wet blanket of a sci fi story. They leaned hard into the Peter Dinklage character, which yeah. obviously ended up getting patched out just because I was like what? like, what is this? And I feel like the game has changed so much over the last, you know, whatever year and a half it's been out, uh, two years. Um, and he like cranked that Soldier Boy, yeah, like cranked that Soldier Boy. By the time, those. yeah,
2: by the time this game comes out, it'll have almost been three years, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and
0: so, so um, it was it was developed for Last Gen too, yeah, uh, which yeah, which is kind of crazy to think about. And it,
1: that wow, was, yeah, is the PS3 version of Destiny still
2: no, uh, no? Th- so the last the last expansion I think I think was the first expansion that they said it was not compatible okay. with yeah. the yeah, Last Generation. It. Cut that, yeah. yeah. Also, that yeah. first expansion was a uh, Vault of Glass. So
1: it's so cool. it's crazy because I played Vanilla Destiny for. 10 hours and then stopped and i really like i missed out on so much of when the game became really good i mean it became
2: an entirely different game especially with taken king it seems like it yeah uh, And like
1: i like i want it's just like it's the problem we always have where there are so many games and this mm -hmm. one is one you really have to find the time to pour into destiny 2 i hope is it like i would love to jump in at that point and i hope it's accessible um They have talked a little bit about characters transferring over, kind of like like the things that will carry over. Uh, I hope you can still jump in and not feel like you're. like, They, they talked the things are pretty much purely aesthetic. Yeah,
3: like it's not yeah. like it's not going to be like someone like Destin or Fran who's put 500 hours into the game is going to have an advantage over you, other than the fact that they're going to have an advantage over you because because, because they're, better they're better at, at shooting <laughs> Destiny yeah. stuff. Yeah.
0: that I'm, I'm excited about is that they've had a they've had a, a chance to really just flesh this out. They're mm-hmm. not kind of like launching this this you know massive effort on. Multiple platforms that are still kind of untested. This is this is too. It's, it's always good when a when a game has a sequel that is, I mean, trying to prove itself. It's an yeah, iterative it's, medium. Yeah. Uncharted, Assassin's uh-huh. Creed. Well, dogs. I was going to say, yeah.
2: especially especially a sequel, yeah. especially a sequel Halo, in the hands yeah. of Bungie. Yeah, yeah, going to say. Yep. Hey, look at yep. look at Halo Two versus the original Halo. Yeah. So like, yeah. take take the feedback that you got on the original Destiny and. The the learnings that you've made in all those expansions, apply that to a sequel, and it, I mean, ostensibly could be a hell of a game right, yeah. Yeah. right yeah. out of the game. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, the other
3: little uh, tidbits that came out from this uh, teaser are that the full reveal is coming on Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, we're going to have a pre and post show, so tune in around 945. Yeah, we'll have um, much that's smarter people, Destiny kids. Yeah, I was going to say, that's
2: when people that actually know, know what they're talking about, about. when it comes yeah. to Destiny yeah. Yeah. will talk um, about it. Like, yeah, I feel,
0: I feel bummed out because, like, I really got it. I was excited about Destiny going in, and I jumped on it you know at launch with the with the whole like open alpha and beta and all that stuff and then i was just like oh is that all that there is here and yeah. then i got distracted by other games and then mm-hmm. it developed this huge like fan base and this wonderful community and i've got tons of friends who play it like religiously and i'm just feel kind of like oh man like i was like i felt the same way with halo like i kind of missed out on that early on and i was mm-hmm. like by the time it, it took off i was like i don't know where uh, i don't know it's, yeah. uh, you know and then maybe maybe Destiny 2 will be a better jumping on point. Yeah. But um.
3: But then they've think. also announced uh, that, you know, this is probably the first confirmed game for the Sony show at E3 because they've announced that once again, the DLC is coming first uh, to PS4 up and through fall of yeah. 2018. So I bet quite a bit of money that
0: this yeah. is on stage. At E3. I put, oh, a, yeah. I put a, a, a relevant George W. Bush quote here, which is, fool me once, shame on shame on you, fool me, you can't get fooled again. <laughs> so Destiny 2, looking forward to it, I for one am pumped. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't know. I have no idea.
2: Just like, took I, a hard I, left there. Yeah. No,
0: he was. He's a right.
3: He was a yeah, was a president. yeah. yeah. um
0: okay. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean that's that's. I'm just curious to see what it is. Yeah. um yep. No, for sure. Yeah. uh We've got our first look at the photos of Alicia Vikander in the Tomb Raider movie. The first official. Yep. Ones. The first yeah. official ones. Yeah. Not not on like a weird zip line that just yeah. looks like somebody cosplaying at a theme yeah. park. Um, she looks. She looks awesome. She looks exactly yeah. like She doesn't look like
1: exactly like even like the the like. Bandages on her leg, yeah, and like the, the little the like things
0: thing. Yeah. yeah.
2: Which it's is like, like a Dead Ringer for the yeah. reboot. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pretty impressive.
0: It's kind of nuts, though, because I, I feel like, in terms of like video game movies, it's always, there's always like some little bit of a reinterpretation,
1: sure. you know? But well, so GQ did an interview with the director that actually, personally, and I, like I, I don't know how much of the minority I'm in for this, but like I, I really like the Tomb Raider reboot, but I hated the supernatural stuff towards the, the end. end. I just hate the ending yeah. so much, and yeah, it ruined the game for me. Um, and so I liked Rise of the Tomb Raider a lot better because it was so, so much, much more grounded. grounded. Uh in an interview with the director of the GQ did yesterday, he uh talked about how they're kind of taking some elements from Rise as well. So my total speculation, what I would at least like to see, would be take the first seventy five percent of the reboot. Get up to that point right before the supernatural cutoff happens, and then just use the end of that game to segue into a sequel and, and be do cool. rise. Yeah, I
0: think it'd be awesome if there's a stinger after the credits where there's all this bonus stuff unlocked, and it just—it's <laughs> the first scene of the movie. But Laura runs by with a giant head, and she's got like a <laughs> rainbow trail, and she's like, throwing
1: chickens <laughs> and or people just and like all exploding. the scenes of her being like impaled in the Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah. Just yeah, Benny Hill fame.
1: So yeah. Thirty-two bit
3: Alicia Vikander. Yeah, and yeah. the cast is like it's like Walton Goggins, McNulty yeah. from The Wire. Like, so what was that first name? Walton Goggins from Justified yeah. and okay. S.H.I.E.L.D. He's an amazing
2: actor.
1: Stuff. He's really, really good. Yeah, he's
2: the. He's I'm the, sure I know. I'm sure I know. He's his a Sergio Robergerac. He's one of the
0: titular vice principals in HBO's Vice Principals. Yeah, he is. Um, there's a bunch of games coming out this week. Um, Sergio, one of them. What is it? There's there's the the new MLB one where you can you can the show. You can have your photograph taken by the camera, and then they make your you get the scary hair face on the television. Uh, uh, what could go on? <laughs> um, Then, of course, there is Those terrifying uh, nightmare honkball boys. Yeah. Um, there's also old time hockey. I think which I've had my eye on for a while. Uh, it looks like NHL, like 94, like an old, just like a like an old time hockey game. Yeah. But it's kind of got this, this like grungy sounded 70s aesthetic and there's an Ooh. emphasis on beating the crap out of people. So it's sort of like the Warriors in that sense. Um, big fan of that concept. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then there's Rain World, which I think we touched on like probably the, repeatedly. On, yeah. Off.
1: Slug Cats, a very review. hard video game. Um, yeah. yeah.
3: Scrubbles, uh, Joe Scrabble's from a UK team reviewed Scrubbles, it. it Scrubbles the cat.
1: Something. Scrubbles the cat. Yeah. The uh, reviews are kind of like in that like six to eight range. I think they're kind of things people seem to like Versus not like mm-hmm. back and forth. Yeah, um, I I want to play it. I, I love aesthetically. I love the way that game looks. Yeah, and
2: it's it's sort of I've seen it being described as uh, like a Metroidvania. Yeah, is that yeah. Dark as yeah. yeah. Cat. Yeah. Good? yeah, yeah. This was yeah a
3: big week too. The uh, the um, last Dark Souls DLC came out. Chloe gave yeah. an eight. Yeah, and you spoiled it last episode. But everyone says I spoiled it. I played the first fifteen minutes and talked about the first fifteen minutes, which were what everyone has seen so far. So yeah. I feel I don't, I don't think I was capable of no, spoiling I know. it. You ruined it. Uh, and then also, Snake Pass is out. Snake Pass is a very good video game yeah. that you guys should. Why don't you spoil that? Sumo Digital. It's about a snake who must compete in obstacle courses. Great. Great. Snake passes. Yeah. Thanks
2: to you. Yeah, I actually played the, uh, I played Snake Pass with you at the Switch event. Uh, (laughs) Marty and I played Snake Pass many times together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a super cool physics-based language. Already made that <laughs> joke yesterday? We're talking about doing sex. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, honk ball. Yeah, playing the, just playing the old honkball. Yeah,
3: but it's really good. It's the, it's the most lifelike snake movement in any to video game ever. I'm sorry snake pass
2: as we're trying, yeah. to, trying to tell people how great their game is, but yeah. we're mostly about me and Marty doing smooches on each other. Yeah, we, we can call them snake
3: patches or
0: we can call them sumo digitals. Amen. <laughs> um, but no, I want to touch on this. We We talked about how like seeing a call of duty game that does world war ii again after all these years is like oh, that could be interesting i think that with the way games and technology work an idea that seems entirely played out can get revisited like remember yeah. remember the bow and arrow and turok dinosaur hunter which sucked it's, yeah. it's whatever and then there was that year in like 2012 when everybody just figured out how to make bow and arrow make it yeah, yeah. work yeah now we have uh, horizon like yeah. snake pass is you think about like Zelda. oh what's the last good and game Zelda, you played yeah. that featured a, an actual snake not like a you know, Metal Gear Solid, solid Five, you know, The Phantom Pain. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, like, there. there's like the snake game on your phone or there's that like, what is it? Like the, the, the snakeios, the Wormios game, that that game that kids play in the browsers or whatever. Wormios? I don't know what it's called. It's <laughs> called like the browsers. So it's a, it's a, I don't know, pairs kids play it. It's like a wormy game. It's you, you spin around. Anyway. What's wrong with Noby Noby Boy? It's okay. So there's another example, but like, you know, any game that where it's just, it's like mechanically kind of simple. And then somebody comes along and completely just flips the table over. Like it's yep. an incredibly realistic snake mechanic, right. yeah. Even
1: just platformers in general, I think are you know starting with Ratchet last year and mm-hmm. now to Ukulele coming soon yep, and yep. all this stuff. Like there's a resurgence of that genre as a whole, yeah. like, even aside from mechanics and yeah, yeah. Well, aesthetics and, as well. well right? and, like, yeah. Snake
2: Pass has this like gorgeous sort of banjo kazooie looking aesthetic, yeah, yeah, and like yeah, and, like, like, yeah, yeah, right, and yeah. jokes
3: like jokes aside, like this game. I never really thought about what it'd be like to control a snake in a yeah. video game until I played this and I'm like oh this is different than anything I've ever played before Thank you, but yes. it totally hits yeah. and it's it relies so heavily on movement in the same way that something like Bound or something like Piano 3 that like the game or Abzu where like the game is about the movement and the movement is the game. Well it yeah, sounds so at, stupid.
0: At a glance this looks like Banjo-Kazooie sure. or Ukulele or yeah. whatever yeah. but it's like this is under the hood this is something entirely new that no one's ever done before Well it's, such, cool. it's such
2: a physics based thing right and it sounds so stupid but like I was having a really hard time mm <laughs> playing when I first picked up the sticks and was like, you know, trying to move the snake around and the the guy giving me the demo was like, you got to think like a snake and at first I was like kind of thinking like, well, that's pretty flippant, obviously, but then as soon as I was like, oh, right, it's a snake. It moves like a snake. That's <laughs> yeah. how I got to control it yeah. and it clicked. It's so much fun and like Brian was texting us yesterday and was talking about how he's been playing it and saying that uh, he's trying to 100% every level and it's actually super challenging to find those last few hidden yeah. secrets and stuff like that and I think that's that's awesome. Like we don't have yeah. a ton of games like that anymore. Yeah, man, it's First couple months have been really good for video games. Holy yeah, cow. What a, <laughs> what a Jesus. year! Yeah. And there's still
0: like a bunch of crap that's probably coming out this fall that they haven't even told us about yet. Yeah, yeah. No, Call of no, Duty so. Dub Dub Two. Yeah, Dub Dub Two. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> we
3: dub we even dub tell World War Two call Dub Dub. Oh boy, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> um, I feel like that's very, very disrespectful. Yeah, probably,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <but they're, laughs> I know about some uh, some parades that might be very upset with you, <laughs> <laughs> veterans parades. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, or just people with common sense parades.
3: I like, yeah, short Yeah, don't do that. No, nope. Don't
0: yeah. do that. Terrible. Knock it off. You know what? I think it's bad. Fine. Why don't you go did spoil some <laughs> DLC? It's too bad and anyway, you feel bad. Uh, this is Podcast Beyond. Uh, I don't think we're supposed to call it a podcast anymore because we have this beautiful studio we do the video version in. Have you been watching it? Because we're on YouTube.com slash IGN Beyond. You should be subscribed to us over there. And again, check out our Facebook group. It's <laughs> Facebook.com slash groups slash Podcast Beyond. <laughs> There's that name again. You can find us all on Twitter. I'm Max Scald. Max Scald. (laughs) Max Scalding. And that was me being at the end
3: of Able to Speak Words. Yeah. Yeah, I like how you nailed everything business wise (laughs) and fumbled over yourself.
0: Where can we find you on Twitter? (laughs) Uh, You can find me on Twitter, Max Scoville. Andrew is Garfep. Zach is Zacharias D. That's right. Marty is McBiggity with two G's and two T's, otherwise spelled like a really, really awful McDonald's food. Mm hmm. Yeah. So I that's, it's a delicious McDonald's. That's the show. <laughs> Beyond. Yeah. Beyond. Beyond. Yes. The
3: end. The, whoa. That was the end? Yep. <laughs>